2: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
3: The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Welcome to another edition of Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com editor-in-chief Ryan Satin, here with my guest co-host this week, James McKenna. Oh, hello! Here in your rainbow-haired glory. It's Welcome so to good. Los Angeles. So they, I, I you had you to fit to prep in perfectly with that hairdo. I have to. It's so good. You look like you could be a, a SoundCloud rapper with that hair. I like it. Oh, you should so, try that while you're here in LA.
1: That's gonna fail miserably, and I'm very excited. <laughs>
3: Um, yeah, no. Uh, this week, Jamie's in Brazil still, I believe. Of course, he is. Uh, yeah, I, he he's he's there for some uh, Black Eyed Peas benefit thing. I don't know. I, I just saw he posted a cool video where it was "Will I Am." Um he was he was um zip lining during the performance. So like he's like above the crowd zip lining while he's singing Black Eyed Peas oh, songs. Oh, for a second
1: I thought you meant Jamie was zip no, lining no, no. over and I was like Will I happening? am was ziplining
3: during the show that he was performing in. It was awesome. Perfect. Um uh Kevin, I believe I believe I think Kevin and Uh, Eli are both sick But because last week I didn't do a wrestling sheet radio There was no way I wasn't going to do another one this week Because there's way too much going on And now you're stuck with me And now I always have James to to come in Since he's here in Los Angeles Um, I'm sorry that I didn't do an episode last week Um, For those of you who've seen it on the YouTube channel I did a ton of interviews, so I feel less bad about it because I did still provide content for those of you who really wanted it. There's a bunch of interviews I did at the Performance Center last week with uh, Triple H, Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Bianca Belair, Street Profits, Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle, I knew I was going to leave one out. A bunch of stuff that I put up there the past week. I will be adding it to the podcast feed probably tomorrow, um, but I wanted to try and get as many video views as possible first, but lots of fun stuff on there. Uh, I I I guarantee you guys will dig it. I tried my best to not cut anyone off since I only had one microphone anyways, so I promise you, I I think you'll dig it. Go check it out. It's on the Wrestling Sheet YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash c slash wrestling sheet, but... Sorry, I didn't mean to mess with the microphones that I know. It just capped out right there. I heard it. I apologize for yelling. I'm trying to get quieter when talking into microphones since I heard myself doing it in the PC interviews. But um, I, now that AEW Dynamite is out there and we have these Wednesday Night Wars, uh, it's Wednesday Night War, right? War.
1: Yeah, it was singular war. Because I always
3: hate with Monday Night War wars. It's always like you see people say it different ways.
1: It's the Wednesday Night War, so it was the
3: Monday Night War. It wasn't the wars.
1: Like, it's weird. Like, one would think you would have called it World Wars 2 because of the multiple wars happening. And this one, there's a singular war, so it's just Wednesday Night War. Wednesday Night War. Yeah. Um, They're getting the plurals wrong on it, and it hurts me. It
3: frustrates me, too. Trust me. That's why I wanted to clarify there. So, um, I, 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 you know... I'm still going to try to talk about the top stories of the week on this show, um, but I'm going to limit it a little bit because I do think we need to have a place where we talk about uh, Dynamite and NXT for the time being until I figured out a very firm weekly schedule. So let's kick it off. Let's talk first about AEW Dynamite. Yes. Uh, I thought AEW Dynamite, uh, out of the two shows last week, I do th- or this week, sorry, um, I do think AEW Dynamite was the better show last night.
1: Everything, it was, ex- I will say, as opposed to episode one of Dynamite, exceedingly better. Like, the pacing of it just felt better. Correct. I agree. We were talking about some booking decisions, and that was, in its own right, a little weird. But at the end of the day, the show itself was paced way better than previously before.
3: Yeah, and and I'll I'll kick it off with my number one gripe of the whole show, because, yes, I did like Dynamite better last night, but I will say there are some booking decisions that that... I'm trying to think of the right wording. I just didn't... I, I don't say I didn't enjoy, but I... Befuddling. That were confusing to me. Yeah. Um, and I think right off the bat, it was Private Party versus the Young Bucks, because this was such a great match. I, I, I loved this match so much. I think that Private Party have so much promise. I think that the Young Bucks are, are, are obviously one of the best tag teams in professional wrestling. Um, they're one of the... Re- they're, they're a huge part of the reason why any of this is happening for AEW, and so... In my, look, I loved the match. It was great. It was killer. Uh, they had, you know, a match that you don't a tag match that you don't normally see on wrestling TV right now. You know, a, a fifteen minute just like killer match like that where there, it was like a pay per view level match. Yeah. You know, um, but to me, the frustrating thing about this is that while I think Private Party are great,
1: I don't think they're at the level yet, and so I, I. I, I, I so, don't. I wouldn't even argue at the level. It's just one of the like the cats out of the bag far too early for yeah. any of this. stuff. To me,
3: this was the end of the tournament. Like this should have been the end of the tournament. Either- the pri- private party making their way, the- making their way through it all the way. Yeah, and then Young Bucks obviously doing the you know the wins that you thought they were going to get in order to get to this match on pay per view, which would have been a huge upset when the private party beat them, and it would have been a way bigger deal on pay per view and put them over. Put Private Party over in a much bigger way than just beating them the first chance they had up against them. I just didn't understand the, point, the, it, the thought
1: process in that. That's where I kind of came to like this internal conflict of I did love it. Like Private Party beating the Young Bucks is such a fun, fun kind of twist on every – because you just kind of walked in assuming the Bucks were going to win. The problem is it kicked off the tournament like surprises out of the bag. Like, and you could argue that, yeah, sure, the rest of the tournament, like, oh, it's anyone's game now, which, yeah, I guess kind of, but at the same point, like, okay, so Private Party needs to make it to the finals, right? Like, they can't just, like, win one match and then lose the— Well, it's utterly <laughs> wasted if they if they don't win the show
3: now—sorry, if, yeah. if they don't win the tournament now, it's completely wasted, in my opinion, because they beat the biggest tag team in the tournament, so now it's like, well, they beat them and then they didn't win the tournament, so what is that—how does that make— the, it almost and, to me, it, it demeans the level of the Bucks, and I get it, because I know what everyone's going to say. I know what all the comments are going to say to this. I know what everyone's going to tweet me after <laughs> seeing this. They're going to say, Ryan, this is to show that they're not just putting themselves over and that they're, you know, the, the, the mission statement of younger, fresh teams, it, 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 they're, they're living true to it and, and that kind of thing. And I get it but you could have done that booking wise in the finals and gotten way bigger oh, it th- would have
1: meant so much like, more for I, everyone involved i know you're not a sports fan and it's like when these things happen in sports where like the number 18 beats a number 1 everyone loses their minds but that's the marquee matchup of the tournament like at the end of it like no one cares about the finals cuz you already they, Being, you know, a Boston fan coming... Like, years back, Yankees beat the Red Sox in the uh, ALCS. No one gave a damn about the World Series. Everyone's like, okay, the the big match already happened. So this was, to me, the big match of it. Like, what other surprises are left?
3: Yeah. I I agree. I completely agree. This should have been the end of the tournament, in my opinion. But I also understand they want to, like, put these dope matches on. I get it. I just feel like, booking-wise... You, like, blew – and I get well, it. Now the Young Bucks get their – they get their, you know, win back. Then we need a rubber match well, for the tag titles, whatever. Yeah, but, but, like, to
1: me, why even have the Young Bucks in it to begin with? Like, if you're going to do that right off the bat – and I get it to, like, maybe propel private party a little bit. At the same time, you gave Dark Order a buy. And aside from that, Angelico and Jack Evans are screwing off on the sideline. Like, they got voted off on Twitter – yeah. What? Well, and you know, what's also one of the things to me that's that's. That, well, like, okay, let so me so ask. Is so. just like with private party. Are you telling me that type of match? I get with the young bucks is a little bit more like, oh, like they beat the young bucks, but like you're telling me they couldn't have had that exact style of match with Angelico and Jack Evans and had it be have it be as perfect as it was. Like Absolutely. to me, Angelico Jack Evans would have been a better first round match. Yep. And everyone, like, I would have felt the same way. I would, walked out of it with, like, Private Party looked like goddamn champions. Well, like, that's that's one of my things
3: yeah. with the whole, this whole show, kind of. And as much as I enjoyed it, uh, the, the booking idea, to me, it, was, it, it it felt like we were going. It felt like the viewer is expected to have already accepted these people. It's almost like they think the viewer's been watching these people for a very long time. Uh, you know, MJF and we'll get to it, to me, doesn't need to be nuanced yet because we haven't even gotten the non-nuanced version of him on TV that
1: often yet. You know, no, we have, yeah. you know, it's private party, you know. Uh, you, you texted me right after with MJF, and I was like sitting there just kind of stunned being like, so he's a good guy, a week at like you've had a two-week sample size of this guy on TV. Week one, he comes out and calls everyone idiots. And week two, he comes out and he's like, Ah, these guys are my friends. And, and like, I feel like what they're trying okay. to do
3: is this like nuanced. Like not everyone's bad guy, not everyone's a good guy. Some good guys like bad guys. It's nuanced, and I get it. But to me, these people need to be established first. Yeah, like, you need to get you need to get there room. first. Like yeah. to me, you, if you start adding nuance to the MJF character this early, then you've wasted six months of TV that you could six months to a year of TV that you could have gotten at him before he ever needed to add that nuance. Yeah. He could have come out. Done his Roddy Piper esque talking shit on the fans. He could have done all that stuff, and 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 it'd be great. nobody would have had a problem with it. No, but no. One. I don't think anyone was looking for a more nuanced, uh, which gray area you know is MJF. And I get it. And we and I well, we're talking about it anyway, so we'll talk about it now. But like, yeah. I get it that he has like you know they're doing little. He's clearly going to turn on Cody at some point. You yeah. know, he's no, whole, there's obviously. a picture that I saw this. I think it was the State Farm's arena posted where they're like. Cutting a cake before dynamite last week and 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 behind cody is is m j f like holding a knife to his back, but smiling and I get it they're gonna I get what they're going for, but to me it's just like you don't need to add these things that you, you're 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 treating these people as if they're already at the level
1: well uh, to that me, that, and to me they're not at yet to me more importantly, I think they're forgetting they're on t n t and like there's a lot of people who are gonna probably be tuning in who just like don't give a damn about Twitter. Like, yeah, they're not. They're Agreed. not looking at social media. They so don't. So you know need to have him come out are. and establish who he is. Like I'm, I'm losing it over the fact that you've been on TV for four hours at this point. You showed Orange Cassidy for like fifteen seconds, and he got a major reaction. He might be the most over guy in that company right now. Did you watch like, AEW Dark? Yeah,
3: dude. When he came out, that place
1: went nuts. It's it just like I, I'm very confused by the like. You have what? I would argue a month, two months to like really grip people yeah. and like get them viewing your show. Why you wouldn't feature like either A a consistently rotating cast and like why wouldn't you feature everyone within two weeks in like a major well, series? Why
3: would you put your first Kenny Omega and your first Joe H. match on your YouTube show?
1: Yeah. What? And it's an
3: unsanctioned match with zero build. Nope it what? just kind of happ- yeah so now you're just pigeonholing you're just like you're just straight up saying like that's what Joey Janela is you know that's all we use Joey Janela yeah. for and it's like i don't know
1: i think he's better than and that and plus those matches count so i, I agree it, it's it's all it all just feels way too muddled and then, you know we were talking about it earlier with you know the whole like their commitment to not doing backstage bits, which is, like, their bread and butter. And it's just a lot of things where... Those things would help so much. I, wish, I, I hope that they yeah. eventually realize it's needed. Yeah, on you, both you have, shows. This was my yeah. big, biggest
3: gripe on both shows is they're going... And maybe this was, I'm not a sports guy, but they're going two sports. And not enough of the, like, the comedy stuff, too. Comedy's fun. like I, well, And they did a little fun, bit last night like, on NXT.
1: But especially with AEW, it's one of those things where... You know, you have teams like, you know, you featured the best friends with, like, this weird hug video uh, and then, like, just showed Chuck Taylor talking for, like, five seconds, Orange Cassidy, and that was the end of the segment. And it was like, oh, oh, okay, cool. That was so confusing. And it's like they feature these guys in, like, these weird small bits. And if you just gave them two, three minutes to, like, maybe flesh out the character on TV a little bit more and get people interested, I don't know. It would be a world of difference to
3: me. I think the most um, uh, uh, effective – things they've done on the show so far, are the little video packages, like the one they did last week on Sammy Guevara and, and Cody was fantastic, Oh, oh and I yeah, think the, that's the a Nick Mondo I thought thing.
1: you meant like the uh, SCU thing, and I was like, no, that no, was no, weird no. To me.
3: no, 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 <laughs> I'm talking about the like cool, oh, U- yeah. documentary style, like Road 2 style videos. I think... I feel – it had a Nick Mondo vibe to it. I, I have a feeling he was – like Nick rules. Apparently, so. he's a director at AEW now. So Hell yeah. That's what his profile says. Um, and the stuff he's made has been cool. Like, he made that one commercial that they had last week, too, that I liked a lot. Yeah, and all the Ambrose
1: stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Um, this is something I did love, and that was everything with Chris Jericho last night.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, flawless. Chris Jericho –
3: I I loved the introduction of his stable so much. The name, meh. I'm not a huge fan of the name because it just reminds me of the band. But <laughs> it's the, the, the guy who sang Bad Boys, you know, the cops
1: theme. I it, it was just everything. Like, it just reminds you of everything good. Like, it's been so long since we've just, like, obviously we've seen Chris Jericho in, like, these online bits and, like, small things online. And, like, oh, in New Japan, he did some stuff. But, like, this has been the first time in a while he's just had a live mic on TV just kind of going off. And it was like, oh, I forgot how goddamn cool you are all the time. Yeah, totally. Like, you have quips, and they're great, and you do, like, little backstage segments. But, like, you just on TV for ten minutes yelling perfection. Well, it's like he came out,
3: he got himself over, built up more to his Cody match. Yeah. Then he used his... Skill on the mic to get every single guy on his team yeah. over. Threw shots at WWE. Yeah. Uh, like, he 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 was in rare form. I shouldn't say rare because he's great on the mic. But he was in rare form because it's like, he, you could tell he was like, oh, I can just go out there and say what I want? Cool. And he just went out there and he was like, I'm going to show her why I shouldn't have a, a fucking script this whole time. And that's really been his, it's seemingly been part I, of I think his mission statement. my favorite
1: was him just being like, oh, they're on my list referencing his WWE, like, creative thing, and then is like, We the People, yeah, that was shitty WWE creative, and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm so glad you <laughs>
3: pointed that out, because I, too, said this, I literally said the exact same thing to a friend of mine when he was like, well, catch me up, and I was like, Jericho promo, great, but it was a little weird that he was like, which is like, that was bad creative. We're not going to have that here. Yeah. But I'm going to mention the list. I'm going to mention the good which creative. Which was a WWE creative thing. And I know yeah. he came up with it. With, well, Jimmy Jacobs came up with it with him or whatever. But still, a thing that was with WWE creative. Yeah. But But when he said that, I I did like that he does now flip the list that it's yeah you want to be on the list now yes, like that, the list that, is a great thing li- I did like that that it's like he's Bizarro Jericho I like when he does that kind of thing where now it's like the list is a good thing you know yeah. That like that's also I'm falling down here. for
1: just like crazy blazer Jericho no shirt. Uh, <laughs> No, no,
3: I like Jericho with as many spikes as possible on his jacket.
1: Oh, no, I'm down for Hot Topic Goth Dad Jericho when he's on the way to the ring. I'm just saying promo Jericho, just like sleazy 80s Jericho, is just fantastic. Fully for it. Yeah,
3: and, you know, when he, I will say, though, even though he said the list thing right afterwards, um, I did like how he shut down those We the People chants. Although, also silly because Jack did embrace it after leaving WWE. And that I was his he did entire MMA, MMA sh- Yeah, I think
1: he did an <laughs> MMA too, so it was a, it was a little funny. I'm like 99% sure he, sho- he sold We The People shirts <laughs> after
3: the fact. And like, also it's funny to me that like, it's like no more We The People, even though we all know that like Jack Swagger is a little mega, and he's, he's very open about the fact that he likes Donald Trump and stuff. And it's funny to me that it's like, We The People, that's not his thing anymore, and he's standing there with a group of Mexicans and a and and a Canadian <laughs> dude, and you're just thinking, I was just thinking to myself, like, mm, that's why he's so quiet right now, he's just like, that's why he's just staring at the camera, saying like, nothing. Oh, I hope say Zeb nothing. doesn't see this, I hope Zeb doesn't see this. he's gonna be able to get a mean
1: text from him. Say nothing, <laughs> say n- But I love,
3: you know, also just the fact that you could tell that Jericho, one of the things here, you know, one of the things he had said when he first signed with AEW was like, hey, you know, we can help talent get over like we can help make them stars we can make these guys bigger deals and he did make everyone seem like a bigger deal here in his group
1: this is gonna sound bad and I do not mean it in the way that I do Sammy Guevara a guy no one should give a shit about yet Sammy Guevara is great I love Sammy like but he's a character no one knows and has very little character yet no one should care about Sammy Guevara yet, and Jericho got him over in three minutes. Yes, and was like, "Look at this sexy Spanish god next to me." And it was like, and he got to be in the tag match with him later. Honestly, yeah. Sammy Guevara last night,
3: and I, I love the match with Cody, but his just his yeah. um, uh, being in part of Jericho's crew and, and his affiliation with Jericho upped his value so much last so night to much. where by the end of that, I was like, "Oh yeah, he's he's." He's gonna be up there with these guys. Yeah, like, you know, I like am into this.
1: I'm very happy with how they are treating Sammy mm-hmm. and like that entire deal. Like that. Uh, hopefully, they're not PNP anymore. But uh, Santana Ortiz, uh, the, like everyone, just looked like goddamn monsters. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also like you know we had Darby Allen versus Jimmy Havoc. Um, great match. They killed it. You didn't love it
1: as much? <laughs> I did love the match. I found it weird that Pac decided to bitch about it after the match. Oh, oh I loved it that he
3: was bitching about it dur- dur- during the match, you mean, right?
1: Well, no, like he wasn't on... Oh, was he not co- on commentary for that no, one? He was, he was on commentary for later. For the Moxley okay, Spears. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. like, what are you doing out here now? And then he attacks Omega, who came out to confront Moxley with a broom wrapped in bar. It was just like, okay, well, because he i
3: no, I kind of get it because he thinks he's above those two guys, and that's why he was mad during the Moxley match. No, 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 because he, he was like, why am no, I not a tit- they, no, in the title? He's match. Above, he, no, he's
1: above. No, he's above Darby Allen yeah. and, uh, Jimmy and Jimmy Havoc. But he wasn't out there during that match. He came out to like bitch later on. <laughs> You know, I kind of liked it. I, I will say, when he was coming out, when he came out to bitch later on, I because I, I have said
3: the same thing to a few friends of mine. I go, well, wins and losses matter. Shouldn't Pac be in the title match? Because he's had higher caliber. Like, or at least, shouldn't he be in the number one contenders match? Because he's had higher caliber wins and hasn't lost. Yeah. And I was like, shouldn't he? Goes Jimmy, I them a kind of loss? Like, what that it doesn't make a lot of sense. So, yes, yeah, I agree. He could. It would have made sense there, too. But and, I like, didn't mind him coming out after the fact and just being like, not really sure why I'm out here. I should be wrestling. I, I just
1: would heavily preferred it if he came out and just laid out both Darby and Jimmy Havoc and was like, "I what the fuck is this? No. I loved how much <laughs> of an asshole
3: he was on commentary. It oh, cracked yeah, me that, up. Such an asshole on commentary. No,
1: where where JR was like, oh, Pac's here. Pac. How, how's things? And Pac was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I loved it. Um, I'm, this is not happening. So, so <laughs> I, I love
3: shit. It. It uh, and, and uh, you know, I, I, obviously, the right person to win was Darby Allen. Darby Allen, I think, is really gonna like be one of their guys. I think Darby Allen is really gonna connect with a certain part of the audience that they want. Uh,
1: I I mean, I feel like – this is going to sound weird, but, like, wrestling audiences are always going to want a Jeff Hardy.
3: Yeah, Where it's, like, they – That's what I was thinking, like, a Jeff Hardy, a Raven, like, something like that. like,
1: like we want some goofy asshole in face paint. who's willing to, like, hurt himself a weird amount for us. Or I
3: was just going to say, too, someone that connects with, like, that, like (laughs) – this is going to sound mean. Like, someone who connects with, like, that kid who, like, at school who, like, keeps to himself that's kind of, like – quiet and weird, kind of, like, the kid that can speak to that crowd.
1: Hey, I was a key holder at Hot Topic when I was 19. I get it. You know, like, <laughs> I was going to say someone who, like, sniffs
3: glue, but that didn't sound right. You no, know? that, that was, seems mean. Oh, God, that's way meaner. <laughs> yeah, that was way meaner. I was trying to think of a nicer way to say it as I was fleshing Darby it Darby
1: Allen is specifically for people who huff paint, and no. this is... No,
3: but you know no. what I mean? But like, like, the Hot Topic so, goth crowd. A kid, yeah. who, a kid who would think about trying it.
1: You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> About doing a coffin drop or huffing glue, <laughs> huffing glue. <laughs> why? I, why are we on this huffing glue train with Darby?
3: <laughs> you don't think he's ever huffed paint once, or like, like, like?
1: I'm assuming not. Uh. The the man is a peak physical athlete, and you're like, oh, oh, also he's
3: super straight edge too, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, sorry. <laughs>
1: what I'm talking
3: about, though. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what Just I mean. because
1: you had a weird childhood, <laughs> right, doesn't mean the rest of us were out in the back <laughs> huffing paint. Like, it doesn't equate to
3: that. Um, okay, so... Um I, 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 but oh, back to the reason I brought up the Jericho and putting over talent stuff. Thing, oh yeah, is I, we were there. Yeah, is because I do like that he's not only is he helping his own stable out, but I feel like he's going to help make Darby Allen look like a million bucks next week in the in the title match between the oh, two. Oh uh,
1: yeah,
3: he already had that awesome moment at the end of the show with the skateboard, which was so which was my favorite moment of the show.
1: That <laughs> I love that so much.
3: I, I saw your tweet and I think any person who played Tony Hawk as pro skater had the same idea in mind when we saw it everyone wanted to make the joke and in my head I was like it doesn't work unless I edit the song over it I don't have the time to do that right now I'm I'm just I'll let someone else do it and sure enough like an hour and a half later i saw there was a uh, a twitter account that added the music over it the the superman Perpet. song and yes. then when he jumps off they added like at the bottom like the uh, the text that that you show when you do a trick <laughs> and it said plus punch, ollie plus 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 800 as, as he's punching jericho which i loved uh, that's so good i should give i should mention the name of the site uh, or the name of the twitter page it's a good it's it was a uh, Tiger Driver. What's the actual handle? Though, hold on, because it, oh. it, it cracked me up. It was so good. I'll give him give him some props here. I'm
1: also just noticing we have the same Shawn Michaels sticker.
3: Oh, look, look at that, that. Yeah. sexy yeah, Shawn Michaels. Sexy Shawn Michaels. Uh, lapel, yeah, right. Lapel, yeah, that's from got their sexual awakening pack or whatever, yes. right? Yeah, I've got a couple of them on here. Um, yeah, Tiger Driver Nine X, that's the that's the Twitter account. Thank oh, you, Tiger Driver. Speaking of funny edits, I love that SmackDown opening that was where they just added the, all that theme song over that was it. So good, <sighs> it went perfectly. Uh, Emmy Sakura versus Sakura and Brie Pri- Bia Priestley versus Britt Baker and Riho. Um, I, I don't. I feel bad because I feel like Britt is not connecting in the way they thought she was going to as well, their main person in the women's division what, because that crowd just like is not making noise when her and Bia do their thing, and I I have been confused by it. Well, I feel like they
1: just haven't given them enough attention yet. Fair, you know, maybe I, like, that's a horrible way to say that, by the way. But uh, it's just one of those things where you know the only person in the women's division that they've really given a lot of time a day to has been Nyla Rose, and then after that, everyone's kind of, I don't want to say fallen by the wayside, but they just need more exposure. I also feel like, you know, and I hate to, I don't
3: know if this is mean necessarily, but the dentist gimmick thing isn't getting over with the fans in the way they'd like. Like I get it, it's cool. She works a day job, and then all yeah. of a sudden, yeah. But I just don't think it's connecting in the way that pe- that they thought it would in terms of like she's a real person.
1: I yeah, I definitely like the the dentist quote. Like I don't like I don't like the idea of a dentist gimmick. Obviously, you going back to Isaac Gankham stuff. Yes. which, I mean kind of great, but uh, at the same time, I think it could really pay off of just like hey, I know the jaw, and if she had a finisher that was like oh well, she I'm, does. But like specifically is just like oh let me like break teeth and like, well, and like her spit finisher, out her her or finisher now she does that submission where she stuck,
3: sticks her fingers in their mouth it like is, mandible claws which also which seems dumb. silly to me no
1: you need like a face breaker move like a running knee to the face that's just like no I'm gonna break your jaw yeah no
3: I I I mean I get it she studied the mouth so she knows the part of inside your mouth that hurts while she's doing the submission move yeah. it's just very I agree with you it's very Isaac Yankum. like it's yeah. very like. IRS like like old school and and maybe it'll work but I just from what I've seen what I see on Twitter and stuff, I don't see it connecting with a lot of people and I think she is talented but yeah but it's for some reason it's not connecting in the way they they thought it would I don't think no
1: no I, I mean I do think it just needs a little bit more time and a little bit more finesse added onto the character I I, I do think if they did yeah. more of
3: those vignettes like the documentary style things that i was talking yeah, about where they do it with, not with where Cody she's and Sammy. like
1: oh here i am working on a mouth. like I mean, no like may- uh, maybe if it was
3: done right and they like they highlighted the fact that like she works and like that that she's a real person they could maybe get away with it and and, and get it over but it's yeah. a tough it's a tough sell i think yeah Right, Cause uh, you would it's think someone who's much like I also work a day job as as a doctor would almost be kind of like a heel trait to some, like the crowds that it.
1: Well, I, I also feel like it, this is gonna sound so bad, but in 2019, having a second job isn't a big deal. <laughs> like, there's a guy who. Just, it also makes
3: you. It also, and I get it's both these are both your passions, but it doesn't a, make your wrestling company look good that yeah, you also no, have a second job. <laughs> there's
1: a guy. Well, no, there's a guy who was just pitching in the uh, American League Divisional Series. Who literally, like, on his Twitter profile is like, oh, I'm a driver who has a 4.99 Uber rating. Like, he's like, to the side, he he drives Uber and then he pitches, and it's like, yeah, oh, okay, cool. You have two jobs. It's fine. <laughs> totally. Totally. Like, Britt Baker being a dentist, I'm like, it's cool. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you're a dentist. That's great. But, like, you're a dentist. <laughs> totally. Like, I'm pretty sure that's the occupation in most, like, shows and movies where they're like, oh, I'm a doctor. It's like, you're a dentist. <laughs> Erica definitely made that
3: joke when she came out. She was like, well, she's not a doctor. And yeah. I was like, it's still a hard thing. Like, but yeah, it's the joke that people make. Obviously, yeah. um, I, John Moxley versus Sean Spears, solid match. I thought. Um, just honestly, it was cool to see Mox. I think Mox. I you didn't like it, was, it as much.
1: Well, I think it was true. Like the fact that Sean Spears is brought in as this like big thing, and he's just gotten trounced on so far. Mm-hmm. Well, he like, won, didn't he? No, he lost. Yeah, he lost. Yeah and it's just like okay like maybe build up like Sean Spears a little bit more like i, I don't know i i liked the match itself and i loved seeing Moxley like him coming out and just being like ready that's what i liked the most i was like this is like this is the guy that they needed like Jericho's great and everything but how old's Chris at this point totally and it's like he's a guy with a clock on him and like He's been, they got a
3: fresh chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Jericho and Cody have had that chip on the shoulder for a while now.
1: Yeah. Like, Moxley's the guy who came out and was like, this is the guy Ew needs. He looks like a star. He's got that feeling of just like, no, I'm ready. Yep. Yep. It, it felt good. Sean Spears, I, I feel like they could have done that match with like 10 other guys and it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Um Throwing Sean Spears in there, also is Sean Spears just using the contact like the contact lenses for big matches. I think so. I really hope that's like a pay per view, like yeah. the demon. Yeah, that's his demon. <laughs> his he's version of the, the demon is eyes. just like ice contact lenses. Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with everything you said right there. That's one hundred percent how I felt about all of that. Um, and I also I I did like the post match stuff. I as much as I'm a. I don't love what they're doing on BTE right now where it's um, fractured from what we're seeing on AEW where it's like we're getting this weird tease of Kenny Omega like losing it and then like on TV we're not seeing really anything like that I don't feel like. Nope,
1: you're not even seeing his matches apparently.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I did like here where he came out and he had like, because right when he came out and he had both of them, my girlfriend said, well that's going to be hard to swing both of those. Erica said and I was like, I bet you one of those is for Moxley, and I liked that. It was like he tossed the bat to Moxley, and then he had the the, the broom yeah. for himself. And I was like, I, I like this. And I, you know, when they were they were you know squaring up or whatever, and then when Parker was like noped him and just came running in with the chair and noped him, I liked it. But then I did I I kind of would have liked to have seen Moxley then go a little crazy with the barbed wire bat, yeah. um, as opposed to just being like, oh no, he got hit, whatever. We're WWE Bros. Thanks, dude. And like, and then walked out.
1: I well, I took that as like I'm not fighting downed people. Like, I am fight. Like, if you're gonna fight me, you're gonna be on your fucking feet. for Fair, me. fair. But also, like, I really appreciate how like if you walked into last night never seeing an AEW episode because it's episode two. That's yep. not hard to like imagine. Nope. Uh, if you walked into last night and you had no idea who Kenny Omega was, you'd just see, like, this crazy guy with a broom wrapped in barbed wire and just go, were you just, like, in the janitor's closet finding – like, you had one bat and you're like, well, I need something else now.
3: Yeah, well, like I said, I was watching with Erica and she, she's definitely not, like, up on her New Japan knowledge. <laughs> so when he came out of the broom, she was like, oh, that's not very intimidating. And I was like, well, that's kind of like his thing. She's like, a broom, and then she was like, and then like uh, Excalibur has an
1: commentary like
3: the cleaners got it. She was like, no, Jr. had to clarify so, yeah. it was, Jared, so, yeah, JR was Jerry. like, oh, he's
1: got the broom because he's the cleaner, and it was and like, then, it th- okay, and that's a hundred percent
3: Erica. Did she went like.
1: Oh. A little heavy.
3: Got, got it. Got it. Got <laughs> it. Like you don't need a broom. You could have just had two bats and it would have been fine. <laughs> uh Chris Jericho and Sam Guevara's Hangman Page and Dustin Rose. I love this match. Um, you know, yeah. I've always felt like Dustin Rose was underutilized in WWE. When he had that quick thing where he came out as himself, I was like so hype, and then they never really followed up on it too much. No, they uh, do. And and I like Dustin Rose, when he's able to just do his thing, dude doing, like, top jumping off the top rope at, like, 50-something years old. Yeah, like, that's pe- impressive. people
1: forget, like, once he got clean and in shape, it was like, oh, you, like, there's a reason why you are the natural. Like, you, like, yeah, you got, you gained a lot of weight and got really depressed at one point and then got sloppy and then you cleaned your ass up and then it was like, oh, yeah, you are a beast, holy hell. Yep. Like, he's been going like that for, what, 10 years now? Oh, yeah, at least, yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. And I felt
3: like for a lot of that 10 years, he wasn't really – he'd get to come in and do, like, a few cool things, like, for a week or two or, like, maybe a month yeah. program and then be gone. And everyone, when he'd come in, would be like, man, Kulda still got like, it. He, and then they, they didn't ever do anything. again.
1: that Rhodes versus Shield match. Oh, my God. I, I struggle to think of a time – it was like that in, like, Cena Punk at Money in the Bank. That might be the two most overcrowds I have ever heard in my life. Yep. Yep. Like that pop when Cody hit the crossroad. Jesus Christ. Yep, yep, absolutely. Nuclear. That's why I was so happy to see
3: Justin just just like doing his thing, you know? And I like that... Um, I,
1: I do laugh that they, like, teased him retiring for a while. And now it's just like, nah, he's part of the roster. <laughs> uh, well, they something in. He just major pops when he comes out. Oh, no. Ma- like, major pops yeah. and everything. But, like, his first two matches were like, you're not retiring yet. You got one more match with me. <laughs> totally. Actually, you're just signed. You're going to be wrestling on TV a bunch, too. Cool.
3: Um, and I also love that, like, you know. Everyone gave Jericho shit for the Judas effect when he first announced it. It was everyone was laughing, everyone was texting each other like he's just his new finishing move is just a back elbow. Like yeah. and everyone was just kind of making fun of it. They have done a great job of getting that move over. I like that move now. I lo- I'm into
1: it. I love the move strictly because knowing how old Jericho is, just like, oh dude doesn't even have to bump. This is yeah, so good." Yeah, I love it. I love it for him. He's like, just like, yeah, this is my finisher now.
3: Fuck you. <laughs> He's giving us enough moonsaults and code breakers to where I'm like no, exactly. totally
1: okay with it. Like, it, he could have made his like finisher like a chop, and I would be like, this is perfect. You go, <sighs> you do you, buddy. Well, you always
3: hear like uh, people like Hulk Hogan and stuff where they're like, man, if I can go back in time and change my finisher. It would be one where I don't land on my butt every time, like where yeah. I just kicked someone, you know, where I just punched someone, you know. Uh, so uh, smart, very smart to yeah. add time to his career, to, you know, to add time to his career. And it's, it, I like it. It's the way he does, It's it's similar to uh, Sweet Chim Music where they've gotten it over where it's like a, it's something that knocks someone out. It's like a thing you see in MMA. So it's not
1: entirely unbelievable or no, anything no, like no, that. No, 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 not unbelievable. Like when done correctly – like a, a great example is just like Wade Barrett, when you build up like you know, we all remember how trash the Wasteland was and then he switched to Bullhammer and it was just like, Oh, this is a less taxing finisher, but it looks awesome. Like I didn't hate ha- I didn't hate the other one. The oh, Wasteland. I, everyone hated Wasteland. I didn't hate Don't it. you lie to me. I didn't hate it. It was the lazy like, no one at home could see that, but it was just me just, like, lightly putting someone over my shoulders and, like, flopping them onto the ground. Um. Okay, and then there was the whole post-match thing. The main thing I liked
3: about this post-match stuff was Darby, uh, Darby obviously, <laughs> him coming out on the skateboard. I also liked the setup for potential Hangman versus Hager. Uh yep. thing where, where Hager kinda of started hitting Hangman and stuff and and, and clothes line him out of the ring. I feel like that's a few that they're gonna explore next. Um
1: I like that. Yeah, no, one hundred percent.
3: Yeah, a lot of good stuff in this week's episode. Yeah, no,
1: they, they again, there's there's a lot of booking stuff that could be questionable, but at the same point, there's a foundation for a lot of really good things that if they figure it out, great. Like, I'm fully on board with all
3: of it. And that was the only – we already talked about at the beginning, but that was the other booking thing that I just didn't love was, you know, the heels beating up on the baby faces, and, you know, people were coming out to save and then MJF is the one who comes out to make the big save and you're like, I get it. They've been doing this whole friends with Cody thing. But, like, I just don't think they need to add more nuance to the MJF character yet. In a year from now, I love it. You know, but, like, he should just be shitty heel MJF for now so that people who don't follow him on 100%. twitter who don't know who he is should just learn who this shitty asshole is you yeah
1: know? Like, like to be like you mentioned that like uh cake knife photo yeah you know how much we're both on fucking twitter i hate it but yeah. at the same point like i didn't see that photo the slick and like we're on there and all I, the time and i love easter
3: eggs like that but yeah. i just don't think you need to blatantly add the nuance to him in our faces like that exactly yet. yeah yeah. Um, okay, so NXT kicked off with a dope match between Drew Gulak versus Leo Rush for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Which I'm happy
1: they did. It was the one thing that was missing last week that, like, they didn't do a title check. Like, everything, I felt like last week's NXT, which was, like, really good, was, like, the equivalent of, like, throwing a car in neutral and, like, slamming the gas. Like, sure, the car's making a lot of noise, but, like, it fucking went nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, like, this week it was, like, right off the bat, like, great, we got Leo. Good. Yep, yep. And which is, like, a great, like, don't get me wrong. I love Drew Gulak, but at the same time, Leo is a, I don't want to say much better representative. But if they're, like, trying to go with, like, flashy and meet AEW, getting someone who's, like, a high flyer who can go high speed Leo is a much better representative of that world. Well,
3: and, and they already have Walter on the show, who's almost like a better version of that same style right now. So yeah. I don't know if Gulak is necessarily needed as much on the show right now. While well, I love Gulak and I yeah. think he's great, uh, I feel like they kind of have Walter in that role right now of like the old school grappler type type deal. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, I agree. with you. I think it was very smart to put Leo Rush in the title picture or to have him be the champion. Um, I agree with you wholeheartedly that it was smart to do a title change here because I do think that was the I agree with you that was what was missing last week was one title change of some sort yeah Um, I I
1: will say I did laugh uh, alone watching NXT audibly when Regal was putting the belt on Leo and Gulak tried ripping the belt off but Regal had already buckled it so he just ended up pulling Leo forward a bunch (laughs) that was it I was alone in my apartment just laughing heartily I laughed when Morrow said how do you spell Leo
3: L-I-T and I thought to myself no, that's <laughs> not how you spell Leo. Yeah. Don't teach the children how to spell yeah. his name wrong. Like, that's that doesn't make nope. any sense. didn't even a, make
1: any sense. There's a lot of Mario weirdness. Like, there, Gulag, right? is, Gulag lost, and then he's like, to quote Meek Mill, and it was like, Meek Mill's from Philadelphia. Like, why are you quoting Meek Mill during a Gulag <laughs> he, loss? He what said, is happening? He also said, said uh, Kushida, out to prove that
3: size doesn't matter. And I was like, don't say that. that I'm sure Kushida does not want you putting that message out there about him.
1: <laughs> I do want those signs at every NXT. Event.
3: <laughs> Kushina size doesn't matter. I'm like, no, yeah. don't make that his thing. Um, I, uh, I, I, yeah, but I like Leo Rush being being the cruiserweight champion here. Um, you know, one of the things you know, I, I am waiting for like five weeks from now where. Every episode isn't necessarily like a takeover,
1: because I want... Yeah, no, it needs to go back to old NXT, where it's like... One of the best parts of NXT
3: yeah. was the long-term storytelling, and the reason they were able to do that is because they had these long tapings where they had to craft these long yep. storylines to make sure that, that that time was valuable, and that's become one of the trademarks it's of NXT, in my opinion, was... Okay, you don't get yeah. as much long story- long-term long storytelling on the main roster, but you get it in NXT. And as much as, like, yeah, I get it, we're getting the storytelling of, like, yep. the Undisputed Era, having everyone coming at them from all sides. Velveteen Dream, Ciampa, uh, Finn Balor, which does make me think that the War Games match is going to be... Those four and four, yeah, that, and someone else, maybe like Johnny Gargano, Johnny Gargano, Champo, Bellatine Dream, and Finn Balor versus Adam Cole, um, just uh, Adam era. Cole, <laughs> just Adam Cole. Sorry, it's Adam Cole. And it's not a four era. and one, um, but I like you know. I, I get that they're doing all of that, but I just feel like one of the. Best parts about NXT is the storytelling and not just the matches. And I get that they're, like, up against AEW, who they're like, we're going to focus on the matches, but I feel like you just don't need to just keep your strengths, you know? Like,
1: long-term storytelling was your strength. Entirely. I fully agree with that. Especially my favorite part of NXT was, like, the comfort of tuning into a week and knowing I'm not going to see half the roster. Yeah. Like, it's that excitement of just, like, oh, like... And, I mean, they're kind of doing it on this one. Like, they do it... I. I think it's going to happen on a much smaller scale now, because beforehand there'd be weeks where people would disappear. When it was like, okay, this is fine, and it's like this is how we're going to let storylines progress. I think they're going to have the major storylines be week by week. Obviously, like Adam Cole, every ep- like every major thing is going to happen. But like a great thing is like Keith Lee uh, Dominic. That's a match that's going to happen next week. They showed a little vignette. Mm-hmm. Nothing. That was it. Like yep. they didn't. I have, love that. They didn't the have any Keithley, interviews. They well, didn't. They have had any the little sp- interviews. Did they have it? They had, like, little sit-down
3: videos of the
1: two of them where they were talking about the match. Oh, yeah, no, no. But that's what I was saying. Like, they had the vignettes about the yeah, match. Yeah. But, like, that was it. It wasn't, like, backstage segments. No. It's like, next week. None of that. Yeah. It was just, like, here's this vignette that we pre-taped. Very quick. Very concise. Gets a point across that next week there is going to be a nightmare match that's going to be had. Yep. Uh, and... Like, that, to me, I was comfortable with.
3: I feel yeah. better. I hope it's the main event this time, though, because I didn't like that it was, like, the opening match last time. I hope it main event's this time, and they just let them go all out for, like, 30 minutes or something yeah, like that.
1: that would be... Uh, however, I don't think it is, because next week they also... Uh, What's next teased, uh Pete Dunn, and... Uh, that won't main event over this one. Goth Priest. Um, Damien Priest? Yeah. <laughs> goth Club. The Archer of Infamy. Goth Kang. Uh, so, I love goth king Damien Priest.
3: <laughs> I, I, it's funny. When I was, you know, I I kind of laughed at the bow and arrow thing when he started doing it on TV. Um, in person, though, it looks so cool. On TV, it doesn't come across <laughs> as cool. It looks kind of silly like he's playing like a 3D game or something at home or something like on his Wii. But in person, it looks way cooler for some reason. I,
1: I just love the vignette they had this week where it's like, it's like him being like, Pete Dunne, I picked you, and it shows him hanging in, like, this goth limo and going to, like, it. techno clubs. Is and it's my... like, what is happening to, like, 90s, like, goth king?
3: I liked it's all that. so good. I actually really enjoyed that. Him and the Pete Dunne vignette. I was like, yeah, yeah I'm into this. I yeah. like this. No, I was
1: all for all of it. Yeah.
3: I'm big fan. Um, I You know, they also did the Tegan Knox tease. And I feel like we they are subtly building to Tegan versus Rhea Ripley, I feel like. Because Rhea, Rhea then came out right afterwards. And I feel like we still haven't got Tegan getting her revenge on Rhea Ripley for the injury. They still haven't done that
1: yet. Uh, I hope they know. I, Rhea's a goddamn star to make Oh, she's I so need, good. I need... I great. need to, I need her to be champion like yesterday. Her her uh,
3: you know it's her versus uh, Aaliyah uh, up next uh, minute twenty two. Yeah. But <laughs> I I love that finish man that submission finisher where she gets him in that oh. cloverleaf such a cool way of doing it because it's kind of like ankle lock y but yeah. also it's the clover and then she can spin him around and drop him
1: down. Well, she's, she's also great. massive. Yeah, so, oh like, yeah. It's what ninety five percent of that roster like. Nia Jackson Tamina probably the two exceptions of people in the like WWE universe who you can't do that move on and maybe she can. <laughs> she probably could. That's the fucked up thing she about it. She probably could. That yeah. I mean Cesaro can do the swing on some pretty like, big Like maybe dudes. not with not Nia's uh, knees, but outside of yeah, that yeah. true, true. <laughs> maybe not. True with to with like that. Tamina. Yeah. <laughs> but,
3: um, but yeah, oh. good good uh, utilization of a squash mat squash match. I liked it. Um Breezango versus the Forgotten Sons. The entrance was weird. I was very. I mean, I know I said more comedy, so I will say I laughed at all of this.
1: It was just out of nowhere. I was very confused by it. I so I did not write many notes on this, and I'm happy you pointed this out because strictly, I looked at that and I was like, I don't want to put a spotlight on this because I think I missed something. (laughs) Whereas, like they came out with the whole like construction worker gimmick. No, I was also confused. I don't. think I missed. I don't think anything was was missing. I was like. I've been out of the loop on Breezango, I think, because I have no idea what they're doing. To my recollection, they had, like, an updated look for TakeOver,
3: and then maybe, like, the last time... And and same for the last time they were on TV when they tagged with Kushida. But they didn't have any new build-up as to why they were okay, men at yeah. work, or why they were construction workers now.
1: Yeah, and I Beck did, Phoenix I, was just like, Thurston, oh yeah. Thirsting thirsting over them, big
3: time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to Edge versus Fandango soon, apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Forgotten Sons win, whatever. Sure. Uh,
1: <laughs> um, is, it, is it bad how ambivalent I am about Forgotten Sons? I'm just very like, I don't the Sons of Anarchy gimmick in 2019 is very like okay.
3: You said it. Uh, then we had Cameron <laughs> Grimes versus Boa. I lo- You know what? Unexpected push for Trevor Lee. Sorry, uh, Cameron Grimes.
1: Kayfabe, Brian. Kayfabe. I- I'm like I. I don't know what they're doing with with Cameron Grimes. But I, I kind of like it. Dirt King Cameron Grimes right? is, like, a very, like, gypsy weirdo. And I'm, I'm for it. Like I, think? I think? Yeah, I'm very – they, especially, like, they're having Killian Dane come out and, like, fuck with them now. Yeah, so is, it seems
3: like it's going to be Killian Dane and Cameron Grimes feuding, But I thought Cameron Grimes was also
1: a heel. Yeah. But is he – is the Dirt King not a heel? Is he I, just a dirt king that we can cheer for? I hope he's a dirt king I can cheer for. I was planning on doing it anyways. I mean, it's kind of hard to boo that hat. Although, there was a funny amount of times where watching Killian Dane like scream, and I was like, he looks like an unhinged Brendan Gleeson, and <laughs> that was my takeaway from that match. Was just like Killian Dane looks a lot like Brendan Gleeson for whatever reason. <laughs> I, I was, was very,
3: I, uh, per, I, I was. Intrigued by this yeah. segment because I, like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, Dirt King, but Cameron, Dirt, Dirt King, and for. Killian Day, and I'm into it. Yeah. Maybe they're going to become a team. Maybe. That could be a good team. Dirt Boys, I'm in. Dirt, Boy- <laughs> the Dirt Boys. Uh, they're both hairy dudes. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. All right, maybe that's where they're going with it. Um, and then, okay, so we had Roderick Strong versus Swerve, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, Great Good match. match. Yeah, killer match. Everything is great. You're not gonna get a bad match from these two guys. Yep. I'm not gonna like pick apart their match because I'd rather discuss other things. It was just a good match. I yeah. really like it. Mean, a lot.
1: Well, I mean, I, we, we haven't brought it up a lot, but we still we got draft day coming. I out, know. So. That's why. That's why yeah. I'm,
3: I'm I'm scooting through. I think we let me double check the schedule. Oh shit! Riley round tables at two. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Um, we're just going to – you know what? We're just going to – we're going to have to pump through here because I didn't realize another show's going to start at 2.
1: Shit. Well, what time does that go till? Three. Is there anything three to four? Yes. <laughs> uh, hold on.
3: Hold on one second. I'm just going to write Riley real fast. Um, let me just double check one thing. Sorry for the delay here, everyone. I thought I had a little bit of extra time just because I didn't check the schedule. Yo. Are you guys, yo, know, if I go 15 minutes over, is that cool? Or are you guys... Uh uh-huh. All right, I so just wrote them. Uh, Roderick Strong wins. Uh, we had the whole post match thing with Velveteen Dream. Yeah. I loved it the way they did that. I love everything they're doing with Velveteen Dream. Oh, yeah.
1: So, it was uh, fantastic. Yeah. Just being like, hey, Roddy, you have. A, like, the fact that there's no subtlety where he's just like, you have a small dick. Eat it, eat it, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Roddy's just freaking out and ringing me.
3: Like, come in here. I'm going to fight your ass now. 100%. <laughs> Great. 100%. Um, and then. Oh, wait, they're typing. Oh because we also, the other studio is open, so we could just switch rooms and edit these two shows together. Sorry for the behind-the-scenes look there, everyone. Uh, okay, so then uh, after that, we had uh, uh, Chompa come out. He does his old daddy's home thing. Where,
1: where does one get a camouflage crutch, by the way?
3: Oh, that's custom, baby. You got to customize that. You
1: got to customize the crutches. I'm... I do love the fact that Chompa had to, like, actually sit down and, like, Hit up a specialty store and be like, oh, "I would like a crutch, but it would also need to be camouflage. Please make that for me." <laughs> um, yeah, no. Fam- you don't just want a normal crutch. Like you're gonna, you don't need it for a long time. No, no, no. Just make me a camo one. <laughs> um, and then next we
3: had. Uh, well, there, first there was that little moment between Garza Jr. and uh, Tomas Champa box. Uh, sorry, Angel Garza and Tomas Champa. Yep. Backstage, I actually loved that. Because oh, it was so good. I, yeah, I, I think Angel Garza is great, and the fact that he just hit this—he hits Garza. What did he say? I don't know what he I said. Then <laughs> he walked away. That was great. Uh, Dakota Kai versus Bianca Belair. Sure. Uh, I was. You know what? I love both these wrestlers. So yeah, I think I was, that was
1: my problem with it. Was just like, is—is is Bianca a heel? Is Because, like, I was curious, like, watching the match, it wasn't apparent to me as a viewer of just, like, oh, like, I thought they were both good guys, and people just like them both. Okay. Um, Yeah, I I was just
3: confused because, I mean, I get it that they're trying to push towards a a Bianca face turn, it seems, but Dakota just came back. Yeah. I didn't understand the point of having Dakota lose already. I didn't, like, no. People were excited for her return. I thought they were going to kind of, like, push her up as possible next contender for. Unless uh, she's going to go
1: heal, or something. It was just a very weird, like, face face battle where I was like, okay, am I cheering for both? You, like, I, it was another match where I was like, did I miss something? Is Bianca not likable now? Because I thought everyone, but she came out and everyone's like, yeah, Bianca, this is great. It's my one cat. like, Confusion with the NXT crowds each week is just because everyone gets cheered for the most part. So true. Yeah, I, I do think they're turning her face though. I think they're turning her. Face. I think
3: she's already face. It's weird. You think so? I well, to the full sale crowd, she is because yeah. they love her. So it's hard to say because sometimes there's like that disconnect between. But it the wasn't
1: two. like she didn't do any before, like pre or post match, like fuck this. Like it was just kind of like, no, I won. I'm gone. <laughs> sure. it was like okay, cool. Like I guess yeah, everything's
3: fine. Although I will say, Bianca versus Rhea Ripley is going to be a dope match. Oh yeah, that's yeah. going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, very much so.
3: I was also wondering if if that somehow Tia Knox plays into there's like a four way or something. I don't know. We'll see. I'm trying to. Figure, I've been trying to formulate in my head what it seems like they're going to do with the women's division. Um, all right, then we got Walter versus Kashida, uh, non-title match. Um, I, I, this was such a good match. Sick. Like, sick. Walter's so good. Like, he's just such like, an imposing powerhouse dude that you want to see beat people up. I love it.
1: It's, Walter is one of the few guys in the industry right now who has that type of force where the match just happens and, like, he can slow the match down. He can speed it up. He Like, the whole, like, ring general thing is, like, LOL, it's on his jacket, but, like, no, he's one of the few guys who can like severely dictate how the match functions and what like you have like say a Cashido leo rush match you want that match to be fast paced like that's just gonna go a mile a minute with the like any Walter match it's just like no, we can speed it up if we need to, but if we need to slow it down we can as well everything's fine, yep, and yep. he's one of the few guys who can. Fully get away with that, yep. and everyone's like, "This rules!" Like, yep. do more of
3: it. I also like that it it feels like a fight when he's in the match more oh, yeah. than others. Yeah, um, it feels like whoever's in there with him is fighting for their life yeah. sometimes. <laughs> to where even when Kushida uh, slipped up on that springboard uh, in this match, it it looked like it looked like he was trying to do a springboard as, like, a desperation attempt because he was in the midst of this, like, intense fight with Walter. And it didn't even look bad when he slipped because it was like, oh, cool, like, yeah, cool. Like, he just – Walter yeah. took advantage of it right away and it just felt real almost yeah. to a certain degree. Entirely. It wasn't like, a, oh, look at that butch or whatever, you know. It,
1: it felt real and, and I liked that a lot. Yeah, no. Walter is a goddamn nightmare to deal with, and I love it so much. Yeah, I, I, I'm so excited for the I, the beautiful thing about like the whole like roster not to be say it like this, but like not really mattering anymore is like there are so many of these potential matches where it's just like, oh, Walter can now fight Finn Bal. Okay, cool. Like I, I <laughs> was honestly
3: thinking about that last night. I was thinking, oh, oh, dude, I wonder if that's where they're gonna go if they're gonna go f- Finn Balor versus Walter.
1: Like I forget if there's a name for it, but like I need. Uh, the Finn Balor running drop kick into the corner thing I need him to do that and Walter just be like nah <laughs> oh. like that to me would just be like this is this is everything I want in my life thank you oh. Wait, that'll
3: probably be the other person. Finn Balor. So it'll be Finn, Velveteen Dream. You said Finn. Oh, I said Finn. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So I was like... Finn's got to be in that match,
1: right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, unless they
3: do want to do Walter versus Finn. That would be cool, too. But wait,
1: are are you thinking it's that? Not like they've done two men's one. There's not going to be a women's war games?
3: I don't know if they've set that up enough. There's enough of like... I guess Shayna's team, but who's going to
1: be her fourth? Um... I don't uh, know. No, it makes sense well, like, as much. I O. Hmm. Huh. Say so you get Shirai in there. Hmm. I don't know if I like that. Shirai against I don't know who. Uh.
3: Well, while we dwell on that, yes. before we spend too much time on that, uh I want to talk about two stories from this week. Uh. First, because I only got time to talk about two stories. And then we're gonna do this mock draft, probably in the other studio. Okay. Um, First story of the week that I want to talk about, Master P getting back into wrestling. Master P announced this week that he's getting back in the wrestling business. He says that he's bought House of Glory Wrestling, I believe,
1: which is a New York thing, right? You're a New Yorker. Yes. uh, I haven't been in the studio before. Can I clap? You can. Master P, welcome back. I love this so goddamn much. He's like, wait, David Arquette came back? No limit, soldiers, forever. Yes. Yeah. I, I. When I saw this, I went,
3: what? Like, out of all the people to come back to wrestling, I never expected Master P would be one I'm of them. I'm so
1: for it. I need him and Carl Malone to fight Tommy Dreamer, and it'll just be everything good. No, nah, I, I, see, I want more of, like, the,
3: the deeper cuts. I want, like, Kiss Demon. I want, like, people like that to come back. Like, have him... We'll bring, go, cast, go kiss, to
1: fucking StarCast, Bishop. Bischoff.
3: Bischoff, you know he's 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 running SmackDown again. Yeah, he's got the money for for, for the, behind him Fox money. He could he could
1: license Kiss Demon again. Yeah, so you want the topical thing Fox to for Fox to bring back is fucking Kiss Demon. Kiss Demon versus Kane Velasquez. Book it. <laughs> You know what? I'm actually for this. I know you if are. If it's only – if he's fighting anyone who – like, bring in Robocop to fight Cain – anyone to fight Kane Velasquez, I'm for.
3: <sighs> Did you see the new sc- – like, I haven't watched the trailer yet, but I saw a screen grab of 2K today where um – they showed some of, like, the fighting in hell type rings, and I'm hyped.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say Cain Velasquez was in it, and I was no. like, they already have a render of Cain No, 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 Velasquez.
3: no, 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 uh, but I'm excited to murder you in hell, is what I'm saying.
1: I'm excited for you to do that, and me just to roll your ass up. <laughs> Uh, for people who are not in the know, I play Ryan in WWE 2K games, and all I do is roll ups, and I win. He's a dirty cheater. Uh, He's always he actually always wins. Uh, hey, like, why would
3: it be in the game if it wasn't meant to be used? <laughs>
4: huh? That's
3: all I heard right now. Anyways, uh, this doesn't go past anything, right? Like, Master is not actually back in wrestling. Like, he announced it, but I feel like this is gonna be like his WCW stint. He he came in. There for two weeks. I want to have a fucking
1: scaffold match. Like, in, <laughs> you think he's gonna bring Swole? Is Swole alive? May, oh god, that's a maybe. Swole. WC. By the way, I keep expecting this chair to have like arms, and I keep putting my hand up. Like, I'm horrified if anyone ever watches this video to see how many times my hand like goes to reach for a a arm.
3: Okay, so he did wrestle. Oh sorry, sir, he is alive. Still. Oh, I thought
1: you were gonna say he is dead. <laughs>
3: he's apparently he's a born again Christian and speaks for the Fellowship of Christian athletes.
1: But I didn't sure. know that he
3: wrestled in New Japan before WCW. Did you? Yeah. You knew that you didn't know that. Yeah. Really? It's Master Pig. Wait, no, Swole. Oh, Swole. You knew Swole wrestled in New Japan no, I before his stint in WCW no. with, as part of the No Limit Soldiers? I didn't either. I that whole set that is one of my favorite storylines of WCW, the rap is crap thing. Just because it's got a whole music video and everything. I loved the whole rap is crap thing.
1: Well, I mean, plus it just had, like, Jarrett and Henning, and it was so good. Oh, wait. You look horrified right now. No, I just
3: got a message. Hey, man, we had to move ours anyways, so you can take the time needed. Oh, great.
1: Draft isn't moving.
3: Draft is not moving. You know, let's just get into the draft. I mean, real fast. What do you think about WWE pulling Kevin Smith's invite? after he appeared on dynamite and then they pulled his invite from smackdown.
1: I I mean it wasn't surprising to me. Like it's just the idea of like okay, we're obviously in competition with one show you appeared on that show. You would understand how, like, weird it would be to have you on both of these in the, like, same two-week time – or week time span. Yeah, my, okay, so two things. One, I, I don't
3: think he was going to be on – they were going to be on SmackDown. I think it, they were going to be part of that blue carpet. They were seen at one. They would then be seen at the other. It would – But to, wouldn't it kind of – okay. See, sometimes I think in, like, different ways. I think in such other ways sometimes because to me I go, well, if they appear on both shows – doesn't it demean their appearance on the first show? It's like, no, it wasn't them being like, we're A.E.W. Yeah. It was two guys trying to promote a movie. And yeah. then it kinda to me demeans the 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 the, the value of them on the show because it's like, nah, this is cool, it was a PR thing, you know, it was just like a thing they were doing for a movie, not because they like AEW or Chris Jericho or whatever. Um also, you gotta know that because he's friends with Chris Jericho and because he does podcast appearances all the time, he's got his own podcast yeah. network. He does all these shows that he was going to tell everyone right away, and it was going to make you guys look a little petty.
1: I mean, it, like, what? I mean, it was petty, but at the same time, an understandable petty. Fair. I agree like, with that. I, I walked out of it being like, okay, yeah, you guys are being petty bitches, but at the same time, I get why you're doing it. Like, it, <laughs> it, like, it, it's something that if, like, a, if say they appeared on Raw, and then, it, like, I wouldn't, I would feel the same way about AEW pulling it. If they appeared on Raw first, and then they're like, well, you were just on Raw. Why would we want you on here? True, like, true. Yeah, it just...
3: I it, agree with you in that in Yeah, that, in it, that made, it made
1: sense to me. They do come off petty, but fuck it. Who cares? Um, all right, let's get into this draft.
3: Draft. Oh, let's draft get net. into this draft uh, before we got to get out of here. The show's already gone long, but I wanted to do this. It just sounded fun. So we, yeah. we, we, we talked a little bit before. So do you want to post... So I should post our two rosters on Twitter after the show. And then we will let the people decide who has a stronger roster?
1: Yes. I say I think it should be like – because putting it all in one and like having a vote thing would probably be a bit weird. Or actually, no. You could probably put – I don't know. However people – like I don't know how you want to do it. If you want to do like a thread, post both of them, whatever gets more likes or like put one up, put the two rosters and then the fourth tweet be a vote one people I can feel vote. like because either I don't
3: want to count. Oh, because you said likes.
1: Yeah, but actually, but, the vote but, thing so, would probably work too. Yeah.
3: I, uh, I see what you're saying though, because whichever one gets the most likes would be easier than showing the
1: roster and then doing a vote. I guess, right? Ah, uh, either I. What I would say is just like put a tweet up and be like, "Chill, hard and myself drafted like drafted our own rosters today." Uh, vote accordingly below, and then it like do like a tweet thread, and then the two tweets below have your roster or my roster, and then people can either like it for that, or we could do the fourth tweet being a vote one, and people could vote
3: okay okay we'll twitter we 'll we'll do one of those i 'll probably
1: we'll figure it out. I kind of actually like – I I
3: feel like people are more likely to like something on Twitter than they are Ah, – I vote on things all the time too. We'll figure it out. It will be one of the two. It will be one of the two. Um, But let's get into this
1: first. So – Do you have a coin, by the way? We should probably flip a coin for a first pick. And also how – the other thing that we didn't go over is because I know you're not a sports person. Are we just doing alternating picks or are we doing a snake-style draft? What's that? Snake style draft is if I get the first pick, you would get picks two and three, and, and then and then I would get picks four and five. Let's do that. Okay, so you want to do snake style? I like that. Okay,
3: because I was I was wondering that as well. Uh, so yeah, I think we should. I think that's better. Okay, and we'll do fifteen each. That we're gonna end up with fifteen each. We're gonna right? end up with fifteen each. Um, does that work with the snake style thing, or do we need to add more? We'll, no, we'll it would, uh,
1: yeah, it always works. Okay, yeah. all right,
3: all right. Um, I don't have a coin.
1: Um... I, you know what? As you are the consummate host of this show, I will give you, I'll defer to you whether you want first pick or you want or the wrong. second and third.
3: I want second and third.
1: You want second and third. Yeah. Okay. For, I, I wore my Brady jersey. My Patriots oh. are playing tonight. This is, I am ready for this draft.
3: And by the way, uh, James is raw. I am SmackDown. I
1: am Team Raw. This is a, the red brand. I'm wearing technically both colors, so yeah, it Yeah, you are neutral, so yeah. yeah. So it all works. So pick one. Pick one. What are you I'm walking with? in this hot. I'm going in this very hot. I'm going, because you said something that threw me off, and I was like, oh, should this be my number one pick? And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It is. Oh, no. Um,
3: oh, no. oh, no. I'm nervous. Thir-
1: 32 years old. Oh, no. Built from Dublin, Ireland. Oh, okay. Going with Becky Lynch.
3: Ooh. That's a, that's, I was, uh, that's, that's four-time, a good
1: that's Four-time women's champ, one-time Rumble winner, the Sports Illustrated Women's Wrestler of the Year.
3: Okay. All right, that's fair. Uh,
1: like, how do you ta- how do you not take her at number one? That I am very like she has had the hottest year. People forget the whole man storyline has existed for a year. Like mm-hmm. she she debuted this in October last year.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's only been a year of her being the hottest thing in mm-hmm. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it it has to be number one. She just got a video game cover. The sky's the limit with her. I'm. All in on the Becky train.
3: All right. All right. Yeah. I think that's a solid number one pick. Solid, yeah. I'm going, sim- uh, not similarly, uh, I'm, but I am bummed about that one because that one was high on my list. Uh, but not the top of my list. Uh, oh, so, you,
1: so your number one pick is still there.
3: My number one and two, which is perfect.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, actually, yeah, like your number two would have to be. Uh,
3: yeah. Brock Lesnar is my number one. Okay, you're taking Brock off the board. I'm taking Brock off the board. taking brock off the board i do not care what anyone says. Brock Lesnar is a draw. Brock Lesnar is one of the most valuable people in professional wrestling. People outside of wrestling know who he is. People inside of wrestling hate him or love him. He put, I don't care what you say. When he wants to work, he puts on awesome matches when need be. And if I'm going to have one or two guys who are my big heavyweight men at the top, Number one. I, I mean, he's Lesner. the only
1: guy who has a championship
3: outside. Yes. So yes. I ain't like that. He's got name value. You I, go. I, I will you say go, that brand
1: has Brock Lesnar. That that
3: might have to watch that brand.
1: He was he was my number three. So
3: all right. Yep. Uh, my number two. Is the other hottest thing in wrestling? You picked Becky Lynch, so I couldn't take that one. But number two is the other hottest property in professional wrestling right now, and that would be the Fiend Bray Wyatt. I think that the Fiend is the coolest thing in wrestling right now. I think that um, you know I've already got my heavyweight uh, guy, who's like my legitimate uh, Adonis type figure. The you know that that's there. That's the stalwart. But you know uh, to 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 market that. Uh, alternative side, the, the Darby Allen crowd, uh, I'm taking the fiend Bray Wyatt because uh, the Firefly Funhouse is uh, some of the most riveting stuff WWE's done in a while, and everything that he does is always awesome.
1: I'm not gonna lie, and this is gonna be, this is gonna probably be very surprising to you. I had him ranked on my sheet as number 11. What? He is very, Bray Wyatt's resume like, I understand The Fiend's the hottest thing in uh-huh. wrestling right now. Yeah. His resume is a, one, very forgettable heavyweight title run and mm-hmm. two, very forgettable tag mm-hmm, team mm-hmm, runs. Mm-hmm. He does, There's no resume for Bray. Like, he's got The Fiend. The Fiend is cool, but Bray's previous character has shown to me that, like, WWE tends to fuck up. Bray Wyatt. Yeah, but if I'm building a company where
3: I am going to be in hey, charge of it, no, hey, I will push Bray Wyatt hey, appropriately. I had him at eleven. You feel free. You know, <laughs> this is all right. So who are you? So now you have two. Then now, right? Is my, that how it goes my
1: okay. two and four are still on the board? All right, I love look this. at that. This is great. This is already turning out great for me. Um, number two, I, I I can't not do Seth.
3: Okay. Well, you already got Becky, so... I already
1: got Becky. I have to go on the one. you're keeping rules ones. here. <laughs> well, like, I, I try to keep this as, like... I tried treating this as a nice little kayfabe experiment of, like, as you heard me with Bray, going off, like, resumes and being like, okay, what do people have in their... Doc- Seth is one of the few people who have just about fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking four heavyweight championship reigns, two IC, five tag, money in the bank, a rumble. He was first NXT... Like... Everything. Mm-hmm. Seth has done everything. Um, yeah, pedigree didn't
3: factor in as much for my picks here yeah. because I feel like I was going for more of the care. I'm going for more of uh, the mix of character and ability in the ring and in terms of what I think would oh, put uh, the best I'm, I'm, I'm show going, on. I'm so going, I feel like we yeah. are going to differ here. Well, uh, we are going
1: to differ a little, but yeah. like it very like I did a little bit of that. And I try. I factored that in where mm-hmm. possible, but. Um, and then, oh, uh, which one do I want to go with next?
3: <laughs> now you're trying to figure out, you're trying to moneyball this, aren't you? You're trying to figure out who I'm not going to pick now in your later list by the clues uh, yeah. I have given.
1: Um, you know what? I'm going to do this early. Uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm doing it. Uh, pulling the trigger. Pulling the trigger. New day. All right. All right. Taking the new day off the board. All right. Um, besides Kofi being one of the most prolific resumes on the WWE roster in general, mm-hmm. uh, Big E, future champion in my opinion, uh, the most charismatic group in wrestling, uh, with Big E being top three in charisma already to begin with, uh, sky's the limit. So... I got Becky, I got Seth, they can be together, everything's happy, they're engaged, and I got New Day. This a solid is, five right off the bat. A solid five.
3: Um, well, if we're going to moneyball a little bit here and go for kind of like most bang for your buck, then I don't have a woman on my roster yet, so I am going to draft the Kabuki Warriors. Um, oh,
1: because
3: yes. you get Asuka, who would have been one of my top female draft picks. Um, similarly to Brock Lesnar, she's just like this dominant force. And in my opinion, Kyrie Sane is money in the bank, just waiting to happen if 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 uh, booked in the right way. So she kind of just. This was more for Oscar to be completely honest. Because it's so high up the, the the in my picks. Oh yeah, but well, you get two uh, for Oscar. Uh, Asuka, uh, yeah, so. Asuka's
1: another resume that's just like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah.
3: I feel like you know, great match with everyone. Awesome character, healer face. Um, because that's also going to factor into my decision making a little bit of like who I think can play both. Yep. Um, and, and so that way, if I only got fifteen people, it, 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 it kind of varies a little bit. Uh, so for that, yeah. Kabuki Warriors for that one. And then... This is tough, because I'm trying to moneyball, too. I don't know if you're going to pick one of these other guys I want. But I really can't lose this one, because if you're going pedigree, if you're going history... I gotta pick next Daniel Bryan then. Daniel Bryan. Okay. I gotta pick Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, healer face. People are gonna cheer him no matter what. He's one of the best WWE wrestlers of all time. Um, Indie people love him. WWE people love
1: him. I I will say, you just made my next pick very easy. Okay. Oh, no, I'm nervous. No, 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 no. I'll I'll say this Daniel Bryan was ranked higher than my next pick. (laughs) Um, but I was between the two of them okay. so I'm, I'm happy about it okay. but Daniel Bryan's a hell of a pick yeah. I, Like honestly the best heel they've had in years that's how I feel too and they're too. switching him back to a face which he's gonna be perfect at Is well. like,
3: it, it, and he can get younger talent over yeah. he, he can work with other people he can be a main eventer he can literally do whatever you want also you wanna have a brain like that on your roster and, and just that knowledge do you? No, that knowledge of wrestling <laughs> of wrestling you know what I mean <laughs>
1: <laughs> the phrasing, Ryan. On that one, you know people what? forget that you know what on I the meant, kept him off the roster. For a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh,
3: all right, so you're up next. So right now we've got I've got Brock Lesnar, the Fiend, Kabuki Warriors, and Daniel Bryan. You've got Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, and New Day. I got two two spicy picks though. Getting getting into I, like well, I, I
1: got I got a quality pick and then I got a spicy one. Okay, so my fourth pick. Uh, you know what? I just have to go, Kevin Owens. I have to. Um, yeah. Best talker in the industry right now. Yeah, by far. Damn, it's we like it's him and then Jericho and Jericho's like fifty. Um, Owens has a g- massive career ahead of him, Matt, and he he already has an insane resume. Damn, he
3: was he was inching up my uh, my my pick list yep. there.
1: Okay. Um, at like I hope they do Owens Lesnar soon enough. Like I, I feel like they're inching towards it, and I I need it. Okay. Like Owens Lesnar is a match I want to happen. Well, it can't happen on your roster because I've got Brock Lesnar, baby. Um, but the next one, I think the next one's gonna surprise you okay. because I'm going going a little spicy on this one. Okay. Um, I'm going early. I want Adam Cole. Okay, <sighs> Take him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Uh, I dude's thirty. So you're um, splitting up undisputed error right, technically right now? Yeah, at least for now. Like, here's the thing, Adam. Like, people in WWE know Adam as like undisputed error, but like, dude can function on his own, and he has every bit of that. Like, the my favorite Seth Rollins ever was like greaseball corporate. Yeah, Seth. he has <laughs> he has every bit of that. Plus, okay. Um, at Adam Cole is my heel. For years. Okay. All right. All right. That is my dude that I want leading the bad guy charge for the next ten years.
3: All right. Well, if we're dipping into the NXT waters, yes, I'm, I'm doing this one now before I lose him, and that's Matt Riddle. I want Matt Riddle on my you're,
1: squad. You go with Matt Riddle early.
3: Yeah, I'm scared you're going to take him, and you already took Adam Cole. Uh, you know what, and Kevin that, Owens. I
1: won't even lie. Matt Riddle not on my list. I figured he might not be, but I wasn't yeah. sure. Like I said, I was going off resume. The dude has what one title match? Yeah, and he no. Didn't see, win I'm
3: it. super not going on resume. I'm going on people that I think resonate with with fans and and fit certain markets and. Uh, young, pretty guy who can beat the shit out of anyone but also kick back and smoke weed and drink with you. Um, to me, that 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 uh, plays to a certain audience. I'm part of that audience of, yeah, like, you are of, like I'm Matt Riddle. I'm,
1: That's yeah, your demographic. Yeah,
3: I, I I just always thought Matt Riddle could be the guy of a company. And also, if I have Brock Lesnar, I need Matt Riddle so that I can do my long-term storyline build of him retiring Brock Lesnar, so I need both of them my I can't roster. wait for
1: your number 15 pick to be Goldberg. Oh. <laughs> um,
3: okay, so now... No free agents. Now I need to pick another now, one. Yeah, now you get another one. I want to moneyball things here a little bit so that I'm not picking people that you're necessarily going to pick. Oh.
1: I'm very excited for this.
3: I guess you got to go with Charlotte.
1: You got to go with Charlotte right. Flair. You got to take
3: Charlotte yeah, off the board. Yeah, you got to okay. go with Charlotte Flair. I, I you took uh Becky Lynch, so I'm taking Charlotte Flair. I don't think really much explanation needed there. Um it was either Charlotte Flair or Sasha Banks and let's be honest, she doesn't want to work with me. So, uh, <laughs> let's, let's I'll, I'll pick Charlotte Flair.
1: Okay, so Charlotte's off the board. Oh, okay. Oh, I I I have a little uh, deciding to do. A little deciding to do. <laughs> okay. Um You know what? Let's stick with the heels. Okay. Let's stick with the heels because I'm looking at the next two, and age, I have some concerns. One, I have zero concerns about heel-wise, and I'm all for it Um, because if you're going to go character, I'm going to go a little bit of resume in there too. I'm going King Corbin. Wow! Yes, unexpected I'm, pick from James. How is I don't how is that unexpected? I mean, top fifteen out of everyone on the entire roster. I like Baron Corbin. They, I'm just surprised. Look at it. they just trusted him with the Rock segment. Like, True, the the dude is like call it Xbox Heat, whatever you want. He is a heat magnet. The guy attracts a a reaction. Okay, and he's like people like. It's a very weird thing to watch his last two years of work where, like, the year before this one, uh, he was getting better and better and it was fine. And then the last year, he's really honed his game down. And he's become, like, a very steady hand on the roster. Yeah, no, I'm, and, not, I'm not disagreeing. And he'll watch... Oh, God, it's great. No, I'm... I just think, I think there are a lot of
3: people listening right now who, with a lot of people that are on the board right now, would be surprised with that
1: decision. Yeah, I mean, you, you can be... Okay with that? T- like I don't care. It's fine. It's <laughs> I fine. Care. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. I, I don't care. It's fine. Um, and then you got after a that, heavy show here. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? Let's go with the face because it's my number four. He's still on the board. Uh, I'm worried if I don't do it now, you're going to take him. Okay. Um, I'm taking Roman.
3: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good call. That's Roman, a good call. He's okay. up. He was one. I was one. I, he's up there on mine for sure.
1: Yeah, Roman across the board. He like. Very easily, what, top five recognizable names WWE in the past five years. Um, by far, it definitely has the most interesting story out of anyone uh, with the whole, you know, like, not say it like this, but cancer thing. Mm-hmm. Um, not like just a very dependable guy on the roster. Obviously, resume fits. And he, dude has an SB. Fuck it. He's mine. <laughs> Roman Reigns. <laughs> um, all right, I want to
3: diversify my roster a little bit here. Um, I got a lot of white people. on My roster minus
1: the Kabuki Warriors. Yeah, I got New Day early. This. Yeah, is... yeah.
3: No, you're you're you, you're doing good
1: on that department. My, fr- my first pick was a woman, and then I got New Day at number three. Yeah. You're doing bad. Yeah. Right. Well, I had Kabuki Warriors at Kabuki number three. The, yeah. There we go. So I'm I'm I'm
3: yeah. I'm, I'm I'm handling it now. I'm adding yep. Samoa Joe.
2: Taking oh, Samoa Joe. Okay.
3: Very nice. Um, Samoa can work with anyone. Um, he's such a good heel. He's one of my favorite heels. You, you, you uh, pointed out King Corbin's heel ability, and I just think, man, that whole AJ Styles feud where he was doing all the Wendy stuff. I just, man, Samoa Joe is a multipurpose player. And so, yeah, I'm picking Samoa Joe, and I'm picking Andrade because
1: oh. Andrade
3: is awesome. And while he might not be Rey Mysterio in terms of uh, a Mexican fan base, you know, uh, how many fans he currently has, I feel like Andrade is the future. Not going to lie, Andrade was one of my late-round steals. Yeah. I I, I was scared that you were going to moneyball him into yours, and if I'm trying to uh, diversify my roster a little bit, um, I can't help but pick Samoa Joe and Andrade, those two. And Andrade comes with Selena Vega, so...
1: Well like you can't just <laughs> She come they come with a package yeah, okay. duo. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. get your keep
3: your manager. Okay. Yeah,
1: there we go. Okay. Keep your manager. I that's get Paul, fine. I have Paul Heyman now too. Yeah, that's true. Oh damn. You do have that. Yeah. Okay. Um okay, so now it's my two. Shit. Uh let's see. You know what? I only have one woman. I need a counterbalance to Becky. Uh and I think you know, I'm dipping back in the NXT pool. Oh. Going Shayna.
3: Ooh. I I think she was my late she was my last pick in terms of like I didn't think you were gonna pick her
1: damn it oh no 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 I'm 100% I was worried that you were going to take her very early (laughs) Um, she's a lot of people forget she's two months away from setting like the most days as NXT women's champion like within 60 days she has that like Asuka's record's gone I mean Asuka has a concurrent one but uh, yeah no Shada Beast two times women's champion uh, the only my only thing with is she's thirty nine, but I don't care. Doesn't I, matter. Yeah,
3: her skill set, she'll That's she'll like be a fine. That's the thing that we have in our mind, just because we're so used to hearing that, you know. Yeah, like, well, WWE things, but like, who cares? Goldberg's um, still wrestling.
1: And then after that, uh, you know what? I, I have to take him off the board because he's probably the most exciting person in WWE right now. Okay, going Ricochet. <sighs> I, I have to go ricochet All on right. that one. All right. All right. Um dude already like he was an NXT North American champion, he won the dusty tournament. US champion already. Um and I think sky's the limit with him. So this is great. I gotta take ricochet on that one. Right. What so are we Shana. at right now? One, two, three,
3: four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six,
1: seven, eight, nine. All yep. right. Oh boy. Getting tough
3: now. Yeah. There's 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 my little secret pockets that I'm keeping that I don't think you're gonna pick, but I'm scared you are gonna pick them. So then I get good. Okay. I am gonna take them
1: early. Gotta take them early.
3: I am going to take next.
1: (laughs) Natty. (laughs) Natty. Sorry to tell you, you're great.
3: Next, I am
1: oh. taking. <laughs> this is so tough. Sometime within the next century. I'm going to take
3: next uh, Drew McIntyre.
1: Oh, you are. Uh, okay.
3: That's one that was on my list. Yeah. Drew McIntyre, I'm scared, I'm so scared you're going to take him.
1: Yeah, no, he... Was I'll, he coming up next? He, would, he's, he was within my next three.
3: Okay, <laughs> that's, a, that's what I'm looking at. I was looking at it like a math equation over yeah. here. Like, shit, which one are you going to take, James? Okay, we got Brock Lesnar, we got The Fiend, we got Kabuki Warriors, Daniel Bryan, Riddle, Charlotte Flair, Samoa Joe, Andrade, Drew McIntyre, and... I need Velveteen Dream. Oh, you son of a bitch. I need him. He's high on my list, and I'm also scared you're going to take him. Yeah, yeah. dramatic Tire, Velveteen Dream.
1: So this is another scenario where you just made my next pick very easy. Okay. Um, I'm angry because you took the pick I wanted, but I'm getting someone (laughs) I think is equally as good and has a little bit more staying power. Okay. Uh so you you got the charisma side of it. Uh-huh. That that is That was why I went for. It. I
3: felt like I was a little charisma. I needed some extra charisma and yeah. I needed a character.
1: Undisputable on that one. Um, but I think I have a guy who can also be champion. Okay. I'm taking Pete Dunne.
3: Ooh, all right. All right. Let's get
1: Pete Dunne off the board. Unexpected. Um, we'll tell
3: you this was not on my list. Really? No. Was not on my list.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah, his resume isn't big. One title reign, but it was a six hundred and eighty-five day fucking reign. That thing is—that's insanity. And he's twenty-five. No one, no one has that. No, no. I, Velveteen's there. Velveteen, Velveteen is around that age range at the same time. But a six hundred and eighty-five day reign as champion when you're twenty-five—mental. Like that is a. Fucking anomaly. My choice of o Dream was more so because I need a
3: character in the mid-card, to be honest with you. And not like I think he's a forever mid-card guy, but yeah. I need, like, some mid-card fun character that can kind of fill the middle of my show, you know? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and then I, I got one more oh pick. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Ugh, I'm worried. I have a feeling these guys aren't on your list, but I need – my problem is, I <sighs> a I need another tag team. Okay you have any tag teams right now? I got New Day.
3: Oh, New Day. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But
1: I need a team to counteract the New Day. I mean, hell, do you have... I don't have any hey, tag teams. you don't even have no. a tag team right mm-hmm. now. So I'm gonna, I'm really fleshing out my tag team division right now. My 11th pick, taking the Revival. Alright, alright. Good pick. That's a very good pick. That's a uh, very good pick. Great resume, great counterbalance to New Day shenanigans. Fantastic. roster is looking great right now. Very happy.
3: Alright, well, if that we
1: have any picks, do I have one, dude? Five
3: more picks, okay. Um, that's the case. You
1: were counting, and I was like, you don't have ten more picks. <laughs> no, no, no. If
3: that's the case. I am... Five more
1: picks. Pick five tag teams.
3: Picking...
1: Lars Sullivan.
3: I'm picking Viking Raiders. Oh, okay. I'm picking Viking Raiders, and I'm picking Street Profits.
1: Wow, double tag teams. Double
3: tag teams. I don't. You pointed out the lack of tag teams I have. Um, and the reason I picked these two teams um is not only do I think they're they're great teams, I, I'm a big fan of both teams. Um I think individually as well um that Ivar Hansen. <laughs> that Hansen has potential for single success. I think if pushed right once one day when the Viking Raiders are no longer a thing, I think Hansen, whatever is Ivar, I think is he is now. Um, I think he's got big potential. He's like can fly around, but he's also a big guy. Um, So that's why I picked them. And same for Street Profits. I think Angela Dawkins and Montez are both great, but I truly believe that Montez has the ability to become like the top guy of a company. Like he's got so much potential for such a short career, and such you know he's barely been in the business and. He just oozes charisma. He has the ability to be like a next rock. So yeah. um, I that's why I picked Viking Raiders and Street Profits.
1: Okay. Damn, double tagged him. Okay, well uh let's see. Let's see. Do I want to go double NXT? That's a lot. That is <laughs> that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. But that could be good. I am liking the very, like, wrestling-focused roster I have, whereas the first two picks that you have are guys that, like, show up every two months. <laughs> well, I, sub- I supplemented it with the Daniel Bryans and the Matt Riddles and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, love the injury uh, listing. <laughs> um, okay, you know what? Pick 12, he's still there, um, and he's probably one of the more exciting guys in the company right now. Uh, gotta go Gargano. I have to. right, alright, alright. I gotta take Johnny Gargano. I didn't... I honestly thought you would take him... He's NXT for life, though, James. Well, he's now Raw. (laughs) (laughs) I am taking him, and he is on my roster. (laughs) Uh, let's see. You know what? I want... We have a good division there. I do want to flesh out... Let's see. You know... You know what? Screw it. You know who I'm taking? I don't even care. Taking The Miz. Wow.
3: The Miz.
1: If only... You know what? Because Raw is on USA, and I'm getting Miz and Mrs. Fair. Fair. Miz and Mrs. is staying in the family. Fuck you. You're not getting Miz and Mrs. out of this. (laughs) That is mine.
3: All right. Well, if you're picking a, 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 a character like that, I'm going one. I'm going Braun Strowman. You d- okay, you're taking I'm Strowman. I'm taking Strowman. Taking him off the board. You're going with that magician gimmick. Yep. So. I'm taking it. Uh, and then I am also going to go with...
1: <sighs> oh, that sigh. Oh, you are conflicted. I'm <laughs> so conflicted. You are conflicted, my boy. Ah! <sighs> To go with Lars Sullivan, Finn Balor. Oh, going Finn. Okay,
3: that's who I'm going with. Finn Balor. He's a people love Finn Balor. People do love Finn Balor. People love him. If i had taken some of my other my last three to choose between, people would have been like, "What? You choose that person over Finn Balor?" So fine, Finn Balor, former Universal Champion.
1: I like it. Okay, so I'm I'm now at my final two picks. Right, the final three ooh, picks. Ooh. So you're at your final two and I only have one left? Yep, you only oh, have one. Oh, no. yep. okay. Don't worry, I don't think I'm taking any of yours, okay, though. Okay, okay, Uh Because there is one I really wanted and there's one that I don't give a shit. It's going to be funny and will win me internet points. So it's fine. <laughs> uh, first one. Uh, spicy pick, but I don't care because I think she has Velveteen Dream potential. Oh, no. I'm taking Rhea Ripley. Oh, that's not how I thought you were going to say. All right, all right. Um... Homegirl turns 23 literally tomorrow. Like, she is already a monster. Um, I think if they book her correctly, that, like, you have the next 15 to 20 years locked. That is mental. All right. I like um, it. I like so it. I'm taking Rhea Ripley. All right. And last? Uh, and the final pick, uh, because I asked you earlier. <laughs> I texted you specifically where I was like, hey— Free agents? No, not free agents. Free agents are off the board. It was more of, hey, if someone has an injury.
3: Oh, that was it. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And you were like, yeah, injury's fine. That's because I wanted one person. You are being sneaky with this question? Not being sneaky at all. Not being sneaky at all. Guy has an injury. He's going to come back eventually. Roll the world. Motherfucker, I'm taking Jinder Mahal off the board. (laughs) Fine. 33, the best Indian who's technically from Canada.
3: He is a heavyweight champion, Ryan. I thought you were about to pick someone I was just like, I hadn't thought of because they've been injured, but they're technically still under contract. Nope. All Jinder right. Jinder
1: Mahal. That's fine. Jinder Mahal <laughs> is my final pick. He is a former champion, Ryan. Former no, no, champion. No I hate on Jinder Mahal. No, no hindering Jinder, you son of a bitch. All right. My last...
3: Three. Right, let's pick. So, names Lars I had. Sullivan. Like, the three that I'm really choosing between here.
1: For, oh, it doesn't even. Well, you, you got to build the suspense. You have to let us know the two that you're not picking. Here's the five that fell by the wayside. Oh. It was Matt Hardy. What? Let, what?
3: That fell by the wayside, I said. That, that not being picked. Okay. Matt Hardy, Chad Gable, Candice LeRae. Randy Orton and Rey Mysterio. Those are five that if I could, in my supplemental draft, I'd bring them over, but they just didn't make... Those are my backups. I, I will
1: let you know that on my ranking sheet, because I definitely skipped a bunch based on the list and where we were going. I will let you know the remainders of mine. Okay. Uh, ranked number nine, I had AJ Styles. Okay. Oh, how did we not... Oh, my God, n- neither of us did AJ Styles? No. Shit. Shit. But he, here's the thing. I left him off because he's 42. Okay. All right. Yeah. All I, right. Like, he's... He's good, but we were, we were skewing a little bit younger, and you were already taking, like, to be blunt, you had, like, Brock right, right off the bat, where I was like, okay, well, he's got the older crowd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nine was AJ. Fifteen, I had Randy. Okay. So Orton was there. Um, Eighteen, I had Alexa Bliss. But I decided to go with the NXT heels, which yeah. is fine. Um, she's 20, a lot of
3: injuries, and she's maybe transitioning. To uh, not 26
1: was Shinsuke.
3: Ooh, good one.
1: And uh, 28 was Cesaro.
3: Yeah, I, I'm that, out of my top. 40. It's sad that he's fallen so far that he's not on either of our fifteen because he's so good and he should be on. I, I didn't even have him as one of my backups. He's so good, but, but it's he, hard to put him over the likes of some of these other people who are just crushing it right now.
1: Thirty-eight. The resume's not there. Like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's so
3: he's, Bianca Belair is falling by the wayside.
1: Okay, I really is want she to be on the on,
3: list. She's she was one of my top. That's being saved right now. Okay. The two that I'm, you I almost By the way, added AJ Styles.
1: People who are listening, I hope you're ready for the three-hour supplemental draft we have next week. <laughs> uh, um, I you, you
3: mentioned AJ Styles, made me realize I should have put him on my list, but now you have talked me out of it. So my final two are that I'm debating between are Walter and Alistair Black.
1: Oh, I mean, if I could be honest, I mean, out of the two, I would pick Walter.
3: See, here's I, my thing, though. If I pick Walter, I don't necessarily get Imperium because you don't get the whole stable.
1: No, you do not. And but do you Al- need Imperium?
3: I guess not. You got the music. You got the whole thing. You got the tracksuit. I will
1: say, You're, you can make a new Imperium. A, you have a very husky boy roster.
3: Yeah, I like the big tough boys. I like, boys. I like go, the big tough men. Let's
1: go over the husky boys you have on your roster. You have Brock. We have the Fiend. We have Samoa Joe. We have the Viking Raiders. Drew, I'll loop in there. We have Braun, and then we would have Walter. You know what? It's a very 305 live roster we have. You're right.
3: Uh, I do got a lot of big boys on there already. 305. Just turn SmackDown into
1: 305 live.
3: You just convinced me. Final pick: AJ Styles. Oh,
1: look at look at you, like stealing that
3: pick at the end. Well, you shouldn't have told me. I got to Moneyball AJ Styles till the end. That's
1: pretty good. Whatever. I got gender out of it. <laughs>
3: And everyone remembers their classic feud, Jinder Mahal and AJ Styles. So great. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the finals, are, we'll start with James. Okay, He's got we'll, Monday we'll Night go Raw. Okay,
1: the better Team Raw. The, the Team Raw that will show up every episode instead of Brock and the Fiend. Uh, number one and two picks, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. They're engaged. They love each other. Uh, number three pick, <laughs> The New Day. Number three pick is three people at once. Keep that in mind. That's value people. Uh, there is Kevin Owens, the best talker in the industry. Adam Cole, no undisputed error, but he is still incredible. King Corbin, he, he brings a cape that right there is worth weight in gold. Roman Reigns, he beat cancer. How are you going to vote against that? Uh, Shayna Baszler, uh, the submission magician, got to love her. Ricochet, uh, he's not from this planet. It's great. Uh, Pete Dunne, strong boy. Uh, we have the Revival. That is pretty much a 70s gimmick, and I love them so much. Johnny Gargano, the real best bout machine instead of what, whatever the fuck Kenny Omega is now. Uh, you got the Miz. Miz and Miss. How are you going to vote against Miz and Misses? You can't. You, you technically get Maurice out of that deal once every six months, too. So you got Rhea Ripley, the best up and coming woman in that division. And you have one of the greatest WWE champions. Of all time. I say that with no irony. Jinder Mahal. All
3: right. That's James's Monday That's Night Raw. That's Team Raw, Raw right That's there. Team Raw. And for me, SmackDown, the Trash show
1: Trash friend.
3: On Fox. Uh, we got Brock Lesnar. He will w- be
1: there once every four months. With
3: Paul Heyman. Uh, we've got The Fiend, who is one of the hottest things in professional wrestling at the moment. Have fun watching pre-tape segments. Hey, I let you get through all of yours. And that was your fault. Hyping them up. Uh, Brock Lesnar, who is one of the biggest draws in professional wrestling, and is way more hated of a heel than King Corbin at the moment. We've got The Fiend, who is one of the top villains... Sorry, one of the top things in wrestling right now. We've got Kabuki Warriors, which is Asuka, who has... Probably uh, there's nobody, who, a female wrestler who has a pedigree like Oscar right now in terms of uh, how many wins that she has. compared to I'm not gonna to lie, else. that's
1: a great fucking pick. <laughs> uh, uh,
3: it's a great number three pick. You got Kyrie Sane, who is an up and comer that people love. You got Daniel Bryan, who is one of the most beloved WWE wrestlers of all time, but also can second as one of the most hated heels in WWE at the moment. You got Matt Riddle, the up and comer who wants to take down Brock Lesnar for good. Finally, built-in storyline right there. You're going you got, to break this table. You got, it's okay. It's sturdy. You got Charlotte Flair, who has, is a ten-time women's champion. You've got Samoa Joe, who you've loved for decades. You've got Andrade with Zelina Vega, one of the top up-and-coming talents in the world. You've got Drew McIntyre, who is the physical specimen of what you'd want a man to the look Scottish like. Psychopath. Yeah, yeah, Scottish psychopath. Yes. Scottish psychopath. You've got Velveteen Dream, who is one of the most... Um, one of the best characters in wrestling at the moment. People people love Velveteen Dream. Uh, you got Viking Raiders and Street Profits, two dope tag teams. You got Braun Strowman, the monster among men. And you got Finn Balor and AJ Styles, Bullet Club, in the house. Uh, pretty simple pick, if you had to ask me.
1: Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Team Raw is so much better.
3: Uh, so while we were doing this, I decided in my head, what I'm going to do is I, I will base it on... Uh, I, I, I will do a thread of who's got what and I'll put a few pictures in there and I'll have our full list or something like that um, and then at the bottom of it we'll add a a, a poll If you can, I, I don't know if you can reply with a poll option though, if not it's just going to be the likes I don't think you can reply, like I don't think in a thread you can add the bottom of a thread to vote I think you have to add it in the first one so. okay. yeah. but I guess the first one could be to vote and then I thread it with who's got what Yeah. so it's going to be like that, that's probably
1: what I'll do actually yeah, that, that's either, what I'll do or- Um, I mean, whichever way you would like to find out you lost is okay by me.
3: (laughs) Uh, James, where do people find you on the internet?
1: Oh, people can find me at Chill Hartman everywhere. You can just type that into the internet browser, and then I come up, and you can talk to me, and it's fine.
3: Easy enough, and you should hope now that James lives in L.A. We'll hopefully be seeing him more on all of these various TV shows. Uh, I'm Ryan Satin, at Ryan Satin on social media. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week. YouTube.com slash C slash wrestling sheet that's where you can find the video of this show It's where you can find our raw recap that's where you can find all the interviews that I did at the Performance Center last week like I said did one with Triple H Candice LeRae Johnny Gargano Bianca Belair uh, the Undisputed Era Street Profits a bunch of people Matt Riddle yeah, don't going you out. left out the I guy know, on your team I know Matt Riddle uh, <laughs> make sure you guys go check out those interviews lots of good stuff there while you're there like the video subscribe it helps out a lot uh, but if you just want to listen to the audio of all these things make sure you check us out on your favorite podcast podcast platform and by searching wrestling sheet radio okay that's it we're done officially tapping out for now until next time stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on
0: this episode is sponsored by schwanns.com what are you having for dinner tonight hmm good question Schwan's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com/yum for details.
1: Why do millions of Americans choose to sleep on Boland Branch sheets? Is it the 100% organic cotton? Is it that they get softer and softer over time? Customers can't stop raving about these sheets, and there's no better time to try them for yourself or give them to someone you love. Right now, & Branch is offering their best deals of the year, and you can get their incredibly soft sheets at incredibly low prices. Just go to bolenbranch.com to shop their best deals today. That's B O L L and Branch.com today. See site for details.